being able to share that experience with my pops is just, I can't put it into words, you know, it's, it's amazing. I don't want to brag, but I'm pretty good on the dance floor, no matter ooh, what kind ooh. of music comes on. It's like my dad always said growing up, you know, you never have one position when you play O-line. My preference would be starting. <laughs> so I'm going to be a starting O-line. Welcome into the lounge. We have a great guest with us, very timely guest. Yes, everyone wants to know what position Alex Lewis is going to play this year and how this offensive line is all going to work out, and uh, we're going to ask him about that. We're going to pepper him with questions. Grill him. Exactly. That's what we do here on the podcast. We're, going to stop. <laughs> this is, we're a couple of hard haters. We're going to stop getting guests if we continue to. <laughs> uh, but anyway, before we do that, uh, we're getting a lot of great emails these days. Uh, so we have one from Dylan Diggs who also sent in an audio clip. And if you want your question or your audio clip, send us the audio clip. We clips. got some good audio clips on, you know, backlog. That's right, right. Now. right. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Let's hit the play button on old Dylan Diggs. Hi, guys. This is Dylan Diggs from Frederick, Maryland. I'm just calling in uh, because I missed all your rookie minicamp coverage as my first son was born on Sunday. Um, and we, I just wanted to say that, uh, 22 years from now, I'm looking forward to Paxton Diggs being a, uh, a new entrant into the rookie minicamp, hopefully as a number one pick. Anyway, keep up the great coverage, guys. Thanks. All right, Dylan. Well, first, congratulations to you. Yeah, Paxton. Little baby Paxton. Baby Paxton. Maybe we'll see him here. Paxton, you know. Hey, you never know. 20 years from now. First round pick for the Ravens in the purple and black. Sounds what, good. What position is Paxton going to play? That's the question. We got to get, like we said, we're hard hitters with our questions. We need to get Dylan on the horn. Follow up. Figure out what position this kid is going to be. How a wide receiver? We'll just plan for the future. <laughs> right. We need some. Get him on the jugs machine, Dylan. <laughs> well, thank you for submitting that. And uh, with that said, wait, no you got further... to tell people how they can submit questions. Sorry. You can submit your questions at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. We'd love to hear from you. Another side note, you still haven't paid me my dollar for the draft. Why don't you give me my dollar? <clears throat> I'll get you a dollar at some point. Maybe Jeez, you are the worst. I pay up on my bets. You are the worst. I gotta, I'm collecting 100 pennies. So once I get 100 pennies, then guy. I'm going to hand deliver them. You're that guy. Yeah. Yeah, you're that guy. All right. Well, with no further ado, let's get to a player that both of us really like. This, dude, this dude's just a bad hard-hitting, nasty football player. That's what I love about him. This is guard, slash center, slash tackle, Alex Lewis. All right, so Alex, you are a pretty important figure to the fans and the media right now. A lot of people talking about you because we're all trying to figure out what's going to happen with the offensive line, okay? So you tell me, where are you playing on the offensive line this year? we got to hear from the horse's hear, mouth. Exactly. Get it from you. <laughs> the horse's mouth. Uh, <laughs> Not no, calling you a horse or No, it's a it's like my dad always said growing up, you know, you never have one position when you play O-line. When coaches would ask, you know, fans ask what position you play, you just say O-line. Um, you know, if you want to play a long time in this league, it's all about being versatile. Um, you know, if you be a jack of all trades, that's great. And, but if you can be an expert in all trades, that's even better. Nice. I mean, you've been, honestly, you've been using that line since... The Ravens drafted you last year. I just remember interviewing you at you know this point last year. You basically saying, "Hey, I'm on the O line. O line is the O line." But you got to have a preference, right? I mean, you, you everyone's looking at you and they say you can do it all, you, any position. Do you feel like do you have a preference, or does it matter? 
Yeah, my pre- preference would be starting. <laughs> I'm be a starting O line. Yeah, know? Uh, that'd be my preference. But uh, no, I I grew up with that mentality, so you know that's just the way I look at it. And uh, you know anything to get me on the field, and it doesn't matter what position it is, as long as it's on the O line. So I'll pepper you with one more question about this topic. All right, and then I got five more. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. This is the last one for me. No, center. Could you play center? Do you like what? What do you think about that? Because Harv said that, and when he said that, I was like. Alex at center, all right. I hadn't thought about that. No, I I grew up um, around the center. My dad played center for nine years in the league, one year with the Canadian Football League. Small small world to show you what it's like is Coach D, Del Sanders, is actually was my dad's O-line coach in the Canadian League his last year, and now he's coaching me. That's crazy. uh, No, my dad would always make sure um, I did tackle sets, guard sets, snap center, both left hand, right hand. So, you know, the more you can do, the better. So which hand do you snap with? Uh, I prefer right, but it just depends on where that nose is lining up. If he's trying to play the snap hand. Oh, you could change. Interesting. Do you guys change? Yeah, do guys do that all the time? No. Okay. Okay, (laughs) so you would just be doing that from your dad. Yeah, just from my pops. That's pretty cool. He did that in the league? Oh, yeah. Which hand do you write with? My right. Okay. We're learning new things here yeah, today. seriously. That's really neat. All right, so on that same subject a little bit is you've played, you played left tackle some last year, guard obviously. Didn't anticipate you stepping in, you know, probably when you were drafted, stepping in and filling in for Ronnie a little bit. But, I mean, to be able to fill in there shows obviously your versatility and whatnot. How comfortable do you feel like you are at left tackle and does that transfer to right tackle? Yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, it's a little bit different um, the way your weight displacement is in your body. Yeah. You know, when you're on the left side, a lot of your weight's going to be on the right side of the body. And when you're on the right side, a lot of the weight's going to sit on your left side. So it's just repetition, repetition, repetition when you're talking about that. Um, Like anything else, like if you're an artist, you're not just going to pull out one great painting on your first try. It's, It's all about repetition. It's all about practice, you know, mastering your craft and... Over time, you know, you play the sport in 10-plus years, you know, you start to hone in, you know, what you realize what works, what doesn't work, and then you just apply that to different positions. Right. Really successful rookie season, obviously. Come out as a fourth-round pick. You play in 10 games, start eight. So what do you think was, like, the biggest lesson that you learned last year? Um, as a rookie, just be quiet, you know, listen to the vets. <laughs> um, you know, having a guy like Marshall around, I mean, I could tell you this over and over. I mean, it works wonders for you. You know, you see a guy, how he comes to work every day. Um, you know, the biggest lesson is if a guy can do it for 10 years, you know, how can I watch him pick up on something and, you know, mimic it? Or, right. you know, not just mimic it, but make it my own too. Right, right. So, <clears throat> you know, you look at a guy like Marshall, you and Ronnie both kind of say that. You guys always say that all the time. Just sort of come in, be quiet, do your job. But I look at you and Ronnie as like, seems like you guys are kind of coming out of your shell a little bit this year. It just seems like you guys have grown together. A, do you feel like you and Ronnie, the idea of you guys being key pieces of this offensive line moving forward, like you guys see yourselves as the cornerstone of this group? And, and do you feel like you're getting more comfortable, you're able to kind of come out of your shell a little bit? Um, I wouldn't say a cornerstone just because, you know, every year they have they're trying to get out there and, you know, find a bigger, faster, stronger, smarter rookie to come in and take your job. You know, you got to fight every day in the NFL to maintain your job. So I look at it as that, you know, we look at one another and we like to push each other. 
you know, whether it's on or off the field. It's like, all right, how can we get better at this? How can we get better at that? And then, you know, it's nice to sit back and laugh about it sometimes, <laughs> too. You know, you look at your mistakes, and that's where you really want to focus on is your mistakes, not your achievements, but what you did wrong, because that's where you're going to learn your biggest lessons. What do you two off the field, you mentioned you and Ronnie just laughed about stuff and whatever, learn lessons. You two kind of hang out off the field a lot, and, and what are some of those things? Oh, yeah, we, we live right across the street oh, really? from each other. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll laugh about, like, you know, what goes on in a game or if one of us didn't make a call but we picked it up or say uh, we made the call, it wasn't right, but somehow it ended up working out. You know, you laugh at stuff like that, but, you know, at the same time you're laughing at it, but then you realize this is how we're growing together, you know, this is how we're building that chemistry, and, you know, that's all across the line. And, you know, I had those moments with uh, Urschel last year when I was at tackle, I had him with Jeremy when I was at guard, and then practicing, you know, on the right side, you get him with Marshall, you, you get him with Jensen, you get it with Rick. I mean, that's that cohesiveness, that's the team within the team that you get on the old line right. that not a, all of the position groups in football really get to experience. Right. Is the benefit of living close to Ronnie that you always have a dog walker? <laughs> you <laughs> no, guys are both dog no. guys. Yeah, we're both dog guys, but you know, when I'm out of town, he's out of town. So uh, <laughs> the benefits actually having my older sister, she lives uh, four doors down from me. And uh, her and her husband actually uh, end up watching my two dogs when I go out of town for away games and whatnot. And she actually just adopted her own little puppy from uh, Podrick Runway. Oh, yeah, I thought you yeah. adopted that. She adopted it. No, yeah, yeah, I posted out as a. A new uncle. So oh, yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. A new uncle. So nice. yeah, the, uh, the little one is Jet. So he he's a little little puppy with a lot of energy. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny because she's used to my dogs, and my dogs are five years and four years old, and you know they're well, well trained. <laughs> and she's calling me. Well, what do we do when the puppy wants to do this, or he's biting on this? I was like, Your puppy's just like a baby. He's gonna put everything in his mouth to fi- <laughs> figure out what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so. So she's learning along the way, but uh, no, it's great having uh, you know my sister there, and, and it's great having Ronnie's dogs there because you know if we want to burn the energy for our dogs that right. day, we just get them together and run around and let them play and burn it out. It's like a little puppy playground right there with oh, your yeah. sister and I right across the street. It's awesome. I feel like the, one of your happiest days last year was when your it was your mom brought your dogs here. Oh yeah, drove them across the oh, country yeah. to bring them to yeah. Baltimore. Yeah, I was actually scared to fly them. Um, beneath the plane because I, I was reading up on it and you know it causes a lot of stress in dogs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know sometimes the dogs can have heart attacks or not react well to the medicine mm. or, and uh, so I was real worried so I told my mom look I'll rent you the minivan <laughs> bring the little sister out on a little road trip bring my dogs out I'd love love to have them up here and sure enough she did because I remember our road trip down there to Arizona from Nebraska mm-hmm. and I didn't want to have to make the drive right. across country <laughs> so Mom pulled out a, a huge favor there, and uh, I'm very thankful for it. Nice. I, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, last season, and you know it was a great season, but unfortunately had a, a kind of a tough ending with the injury. You know, the, another bad part of that injury, the ankle injury, was that it happened on a touchdown pass, right? So I, yes, Joe right. throws the ball to Darren Waller. Darren's sitting there dancing in the back of the end zone. Joe's doing the mannequin challenge, fist pump, freezing. Here's Alex. <laughs> that that poor play? Alex. Yes, yeah, that play. Yeah. Poor Alex is laying on the ground. Come on. <laughs> Joe? <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, it's just a part of the game of football. You know, I'm sitting there getting carted off, and I'm like, oh, how you feeling? And I was like, well, we just scored. And I think it was actually to go up. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah so, take the lead. Yeah. yeah, it was to take the lead. And, you know, I'm sitting there in the car, and I'm like, oh, come on. You know, let, let's cheer up, man. I just scored a touchdown on a nice little drive. And, uh, you know, it's just part of the football game. And, 
you know, everybody's so focused on just doing their own job that, yeah. you know, sometimes kind of get caught up in it. <laughs> you had to, you had to give those guys a hard time. You're like, you guys are celebrating and dancing Mannequin Challenge while I'm writhing around to the ground in pain. You had to give them a hard time. Oh, no. I, I, I'm a rookie, so I kept my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> what happened on that injury, though? Because when I saw that from the press box, I was like, oh, no. Looks oh, bad. It looks bad. Yeah. And what happened was I, I got away with one. Um, <laughs> you know, I didn't need surgery, which was great. And... Uh, you know, I got a full recovery out of it, and I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll now. Nice, yeah. nice. That's awesome. It doesn't help when you have Danny Shelton rolling on you. Yeah. One that, of the biggest dudes in the league. Yeah, that one That hurts. ain't fun. So what what are your goals for this season, would you say? Like, how many pancake blocks are you kind of projecting this year? <laughs> pancake blocks? No, I'm worried about learning the new playbook right now. I'm getting into this new scheme and, uh, you know, trying to earn a job, making the 53-man roster. Um, that's what my mindset is right now, and uh, you know, just stacking each day on top of each other, learning from my mistakes from the day before, and you know, hopefully they're minimal and uh, growing as a pro athlete. As an offensive lineman, do you love this idea of a kind of a downhill power running scheme where you can just, I mean, especially as a big guy like yourself, you're you're a big boy in there, and you can handle you can handle your own. Do you love the idea of just basically playing that kind of power offense? Well, that's every offensive lineman's dream, you know. Yeah. When you get to go forward instead of backwards, that's <laughs> always it's always a good game. But uh, you know, it's going to really set us up, you know. And we start running the ball heavy, you know, bring that safety down, um, get one high look, you know, start throwing the ball deep. It's going to help out our wide receivers. It's going to help out Joe. It's going to help out our running backs. So uh, I'm really excited for what this season is going to bring. And um, you know, we got Coach Roman in. Uh, we got Coach D that just came in and. You know, as an old line, we're real fired up and ready to roll. You know, one one play that I remember from last year about you was it wasn't in a game; it was in practice, right? And I think it was your per, your first practice fight in the NFL with Albert McClellan, I believe. You remember this one? Yeah, it was a Saturday night practice. Uh huh. How oh, was that? Stadium? Uh, wasn't it the stadium? Yeah, it was. Because I what I remember from that is you going at Albert. And then, like, six defensive guys hanging off you, right? <laughs> and then there's some other offensive guys trying to peel you off them, too. And I'm like, Alex is still going forward. Like, I was like, this guy is an animal. No, you know. Uh, you got to have some of that in you. <laughs> yeah. You got to have some dog in you, I football, feel like. Football can be a violent game, but, uh, you know, it's fun to get out there and, you know, go toe to toe with someone, and you know, say, put your hand in the dirt, and let's line up, and let's go. Right. And right. Uh, you know, I grew up watching it. You know, watch greats go up against my pops, like Howie Long. Saw Dad block for guys like Bo Jackson, Marcus Allen. You see those guys, and see how tough they were, and they brought it every day. And you know, they're still talked about to this day. And you see Howie on TV. You know, you see the Bo nose everywhere, and right. you know, seeing that mentality growing up. You know, it's just something that you want to instill in your own game. I'm curious, when you were growing up, did the fact that he was playing in the NFL and he had a successful career, did that make you want to play the game more? Or did did he try to encourage you to play? Or did he try to deter you to play? Or you think, I, I can never do what he did, so I don't even want to try? I don't know. You know, being able to share that experience with my pops is just, I can't put it into words. You know, it's, it's amazing. And uh, funny story, he actually wouldn't let me play football until I was 13 because mm. he wanted me to grow into my body. But uh, so, I think you accomplished that. Yeah. So <laughs> I kind of hit a little late growth spurt, but, you know, I was antsy, you know, trying to get to the, on the football field. And, you know, before I was 13, Mom had me in the dance studio. So yeah. she takes pride in my footwork and 
Dad takes pride in the mentality, but uh, <laughs> you know, it, it was a great mesh between both my parents, and I'm I'm thankful for both of them. So, what's your best dance? Oh man. <laughs> is it like ballroom? Uh, I'm pretty tango? good. I'm pretty good at uh, ballroom. I'm, I, I don't want to brag, but I'm pretty good on the dance floor. No matter ooh, what kind ooh. of music comes on. You're that guy at the wedding that I hate. <laughs> you, know, you go to a wedding and you're like that freaking guy, and all the women are like, "Oh my god, look at him! Yeah. Oh, he's so such a great dancer." He just owns the floor. And I'm no, like, no, no, that's not me. No, yeah, right. No, it's not the woman going, "Oh my god!" It's it's the buddies going, "Oh my god, here we go again." <laughs> <laughs> well, there's already already been one Raven on Dancing with the Stars. Jacoby Jones did it after the Super Bowl. So you know what? Win the Super Bowl this year. Maybe that's your ticket to Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Would you ever do Dancing with the Stars if they came calling? Um, probably not. No, oh. no. Oh, I, I, really? I've done enough dancing in my life on stage. You know, I, I keep it keep it to that, the household with the family at family events and whatnot. And Did you dance like competitively? Like, were you in competitions? Oh no, that? I was definitely not in competition. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. No. So you just go to like your mom's class and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Nice. All right. Nice. I like that. So your your other passion is uh, woodworking. Yes. Which we, we've never really talked extensively about. What kind of projects are you working on now? What's some of your best pieces? So I just finished um, uh, my patio furniture. Um, Ooh. It was like a two-table set with a table connecting it. Nice. Or two-chair set with a table connecting it. And uh, I just finished, after that, built that, uh, a p giant planter box. is about four, 40 inches high and about 10 feet long. Mm -hmm. So... Going go in there and probably plant some bamboo and let it grow and see how I can get it going. And then, you know, I got another little section I'm gonna build for the one of my walls on my patio set, and uh, it's gonna be a fun little project for me this off season. So it's like big stuff that you do. You're not like like kind of chiseling stuff. And oh no, I've done I've done little stuff. You know, I've done wood carving at Nebraska. You know, I did a print class, and you know, you had to layer your, your wood out. So you'd put one color down, and then you'd carve out another section of the wood, lay down your other color of ink, carve it out, and you're doing impressions over um, whatever stock you have that you're printing on, and, you know, we had to do up to 10 layers, so, nice. yeah, it was a fun, fun little project, and, you know, this is part of life experiences, you know, grandfather on both sides of my family taught me, you know, about my mom, the one on my mother's side taught me about construction, you know, mm -hmm. he owned a construction company growing up. And then uh, grandfather on my father's side was a carpenter, taught me a lot about cabinetry, you know, doing the wheel, spinning the wheel, and, you know, it was a fun time. That's really cool. So the real question here is, will you give me a discount on some handmade furniture? Depends on what it is. I don't want to build no 11-foot sofa. <laughs> I got an idea for you. I saw this uh, during my last trip out to Norway, right? So a bunch of people out there have, like, benches, right, outdoor benches. Are you talking about the one that folds up into the table? No. This okay. outdoor bench, right? And then in the middle of it, you pull open like a trap door and it's got like a fridge in there for your beer. Oh, that's right? pretty cool. Yeah, so you put your ice in there, you're just sitting on top of it, you're like, oh, I need a beer. Reach down, crack one open. Hey, that's not bad. It's not bad. It's one of your better ideas. You have a lot of bad ideas, but this is one of the better ones. That's you should good. make that. I would, but I'm not a huge uh, beer drinker. So. Oh, <laughs> Especially you can put your water right, in Get them off the yeah. podcast. <laughs> get them off the This interview's over. Especially in season. You know, That's a good thing. I'm training. When I'm training. Do, do you have a big shop? I mean, the stuff you're doing isn't small. Do you have a big shop at the house? Uh, I got a two-car garage, and I use uh, half of the garage for my shop. So I got a table saw, miter saw, I got a bunch of circular saws. You know, I got, I got it all pretty much. A bunch of sanders, you know. 
it, cool. it's a fun time in there. Do you do you do that to like relax during the season even just kind of decompress? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, you get in the shop, I bring my dogs out, let them lay in the garage. You know, I do a little project. Um, you know, like a small one I just did was it was like a little cup holder for the edge of my sofa, mm-hmm. and it, it was like a basically up. It was an end shape, and you just rest it on your armrest. A little cup holder, thanks to Pinterest. Shout out Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, little stuff like that. You know, kind of just takes your mind away from football because you know yeah. you can overwhelm yourself if you dive too much into it. You know, yeah. you, you got to find your own hobbies, your own life outside of it, and uh, just get get some time away and enjoy it. Nice. Are, are most of the projects uh, ones that you just want stuff around the house, like the cup holder you're talking about, or are family and friends hitting you up saying like, "Hey, could you build this for me"? Yeah, most of the stuff's from me, but my yeah. sister, she's, she's trying to take advantage since she's so close. That's the downside of having yeah. family so close. Yeah, she's trying to take advantage of it, but uh, no, most of it's just from me and, you know, my own home. Nice. nice. Well, Alex Lewis, a true renaissance man. Dancer, woodworking, and kicking ass on the football. <laughs> dog owner? You left that dog, dog owner? Dog owner, yep, yeah. dog owner. Yeah. So thank you for joining us on the pod. No, really thank you, fellas. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it, Alex. Appreciate Good talking, yeah. yeah. All right, so thanks, Alex. Uh, really enjoyed that. And like I said, I'm hoping maybe he gives me a little discount if I'm trying to get some furniture. Out I'm of trying to get that bench. That's a good idea. Yeah. Like I said, I don't need a better need discount. I just need somebody who make that bench. Yeah, for but me. he's going to charge you money for it. Yeah. Once I get my 100 pennies from you, then I'll be that much closer <laughs> to buy it. If you start paying up on our bets, yeah. then I can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, thanks again to Alex. And uh, if you guys have questions you want to send to us, you can e- email them to us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. And also continue to leave your ra- ratings and reviews on iTunes on the podcast. You know, those have been a little lackluster lately, and we want that to change. So go ahead and leave those. Real quick, just a little football question for you here. What position do you think Alex is going to end up, since he didn't really give us an answer? Yeah, he didn't. He's, no, yeah, he dodged that one. Yeah. Uh, what position do you think he's going to end up at? I think he will play on the interior, left guard or center. So you can't even pick one either. You're dodging my question. I think he will probably be the left guard. Probably. I'm going to peg him in at center. I would, well, first of all, I would just like to say that a month ago, I was like, what about Alex Lewis at center? I think that's a shot. And you were like, Alex Lewis at center, no way, no way that could ever happen. And I was like, I think there's a realistic that chance. That does not sound like me. And so now you're starting to come around to, I am coming the, around idea to the idea that it planted in your head a month ago. Just like his dad, man. It's a great story. Playing center just like his pops did in Nebraska, was an All-American in Nebraska, went on to the NFL, had a great career, just like dad. I think he could do it. Don't get me wrong. I think he could do it. I just, I think as it looks right now, I still say left guard. Here's what I think, okay, because everybody wants to know how the offense line is going to shake out. Alex Lewis is a big boy at center. Ronnie Stanley on the other side. you got Nico Siragusa in at left guard, the rookie. I think he's going to have a shot to compete. You want to be physical, big up front. That's what the Ravens talked about. That's your big boy line. Ronnie Stanley, Nico Siragusa, if he's ready. He's a rookie. He's got to be ready. He's got to prove himself. Alex Lewis at center. Right guard, Marshall Yonda, obviously. You know what you're getting there. Right tackle right now. It looks like Namebot, Wesley, and Hurst are going to have a pretty good battle for that right tackle spot. Uh, you know, and they could always add a veteran somewhere along that line. That will obviously change things. But as it stands now, I like, I like that line. Yeah. I think they can get after a little bit. Yeah. It's a big, big downhill attacking kind of offensive line. Exactly. So, anyway, had to throw in a little football talk here yeah, for you. Yeah, I like that. Uh, but thank you for listening, and we will be back with you next week with another really special guest. We haven't locked them down exactly. We think we know who it's going to be, but I don't want to say it, and then we don't get it. It's going to be a good guess, though. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> we, got, we got some embers in the fire. Yeah, what it is the saying? Did I get that one? Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think you got that one. Nice. Yeah, you got that. Uh, one. Thanks once again, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>